welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by MC. That would be me. How are you? I'm good. I thought we didn't do How Are You for Chip. No, but really, I'm how fine. are you? Hey, look. I'm and good. this is <laughs> Chip. Dying see. inside because we're doing this podcast. <laughs> oh God, if only they knew. <laughs> but really, uh, no, that is really. This is Chip, season one, episode nine, MC. Can't uh-huh. believe we're this far in I know, already. I know. Uh, this episode is called Stuff <laughs> One in Two, Part One. What happened last time? Uh, Chip's uh, job search, of course. Oh yes. Uh-huh. How could we forget those episodes? And the um, uh, so as as one does during the job search process, uh, Chip uncovered a demon <laughs> snuff porn. <laughs> Live stage show, stage show yeah. thing. We've all been there. Yeah, <laughs> and a few too many. <laughs> the clubs are closing. Yeah, where, where are you going to go? go? I mean, it's open till five. So go in with a kebab and a large cheesy chips, uh, and that's how you come out as well. <laughs> God, that was awful. I'm really uh, not proud of myself for making that joke. So yes. Anyway, um, through circumstances, Cat also wound up there, but as a Victim, mm-hmm. um, chip stormed in, killed the dude, set the place on fire. Uh, so and yeah, just a typical Friday night. <laughs> and throughout, Ridley has been kind of trying to say to Chip, "Hey, I've got contacts. You know, you should try to yeah go with my contacts. I'll help you find work." Which didn't end too well, obviously. Yeah. But it also led to Ridley kind of deep, uh, diving into Chip's past a little bit. He did, and it ended mm. with Ridley asking if Chip had ever heard of. The one, <gasps> and we know who the one is, don't we? We do. We do. Are Beach you ready to do that? <laughs> Are you ready to do the voice again? Oh no! Because I don't know if this. I is... can't remember what the voice was like. Oh, no. I blocked it from my memory. <laughs> Your throat still hurts from <laughs> it. <laughs> but it's, I'm interested to see if it's going to be an appearance of. The, is it just a flashback to sort of like, oh, I heard about this thing, or is someone else? Trying to raise the one, or is it even somebody taking on the moniker of the one? Ooh. Either way, is it, it like when two demons go to the party and they both have the same ominous <laughs> nickname, and one of them's like, "Well, you've got to change your name. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Oh my god, same nickname." Why is he Shinno Khan? <laughs> <laughs> Shinno Khan has a dark past you don't know about. That would be a good twist. You wrote it. That would be a good twist. It Anyway, it's going to be very, very bad for Chip's psychology. (laughs) So let's find out what's going to happen. This is One in Two, Part One. Previously on Chip. But Chip wasn't listening. He turned his back to the one, an MC, still with sword held high. Then the one realised. No! It cried. It was too late. Chip rammed the sharp-tipped sword into his own stomach causing his intestines to be skewered. He fell to his knees, as did the one. The one suddenly burst into a huge blue blob of light. It got bigger and bigger until it suddenly exploded. More than likely. But you shouldn't feel remorse about his death, Chip. He was... I don't. Chip said in the coldest way Ridley had ever heard. Oh, well, that's all right then. Unfortunately, there's no rest for the wicked in the city that never sleeps. What now? Chip asked. Ever hear of something called the one? <gasps> Ridley replied. Chip froze. 
Was it possible to hear silence and the sound of a thousand voices all at the same time? <laughs> is that a song lyric from, well, Linkin Park, I guess, but... I don't think it is. It sounds like one. <laughs> I think it was me trying to write one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in, Chester, and I think you're doing a Linkin Park song. Was it possible to hear silence and the sound of a thousand voices all at the same time? Chip didn't know, but that was what was happening to him at that exact moment. The silence came from his shock. The thousand voices were the people who died as a result of him. At least he admits it now. It's not like, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, they, they, they probably did something wrong and I did heroically sacrifice myself. Do the thousand voices know that? Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, mate, we didn't know that. We didn't know you heroically <laughs> yeah, sacrificed yourself. Yeah, good on you, mate. Well done. <laughs> the innocent citizens who had been maimed and murdered when the one had last reigned on Earth. But rain spelt incorrectly, <laughs> like it was water falling from the sky. Also, he's glossing over the people that he killed himself. That the one had maimed and murdered. <laughs> <laughs> he's punching this guy to death. He's like, stop it, the one. When Chip had raised him from the depths of hell. Oh, that's a sentence, apparently. The sound of Ridley's voice brought Chip back to reality. Big thing, blue. And not the type of monster you want to run to in a brightly lit alley way. Whoa. That you don't was... want to run to like a sort of romantic gesture, like in slow motion, both running towards each other. That's why the alleyway is so brightly lit. Yeah. Soft focus, heart screen. But then the one starts going down, it's like, oh no, bricks everywhere. <laughs> it's a trap. I was going to do his voice, but again, I can't remember how it sounds. When you said, and then the one goes down, I wondered where you were going with that. <laughs> Chip went to speak. His mouth was drier than the Sahara Desert during a heat wave. <laughs> Does the Sahara Desert have heat waves? It's like somebody out there, like, it's a bit warm today, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I leave my jumper at home today. My jump jump. <laughs> oh, well remembered. And this thing, it lives to kill. Do you know hell couldn't even keep it under control? It was banished to its own special dimension or something. It can only be killed by one thing. The Sword of Engram. Ah, oh, the Sword of Engram. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, so many flashbacks. I think stopping the demons raising the one might be an idea. <gasps> but we should look into finding the sword all the same. The demons that are raising the one. Because mm, oh. the one... It wasn't killed, it was just banished back to hell. Is that what happened? Oh my god, because there was a whole thing about if the razor was killed, yeah. the thing would go away, yeah. and Chip killed himself, who was the razor. It was. It got a bit Heroic muddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did get a bit yeah confusing as to yeah. what... I mean, it's very unusual for this uh, podcast, <laughs> yeah. and uh, confusing plot lines and stuff, but I think you're right. I think it was banished because the razor... Heroically sacrificed himself and died. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, uh, Ridley seems to know a lot about the one. Yeah, and but not the fact that Chip raised him, but he knows everything else. I don't know. I don't know if he knows that or not. And surely he knows that it was around, like, last week in Tokyo, <laughs> destroying the entire city. Well, was... Or was he like, oh, strange-looking rhino? <laughs> well, it was two years ago-ish. And but he does know about Chip's past as well, so I don't know if he's like goading Chip in a sort of. Do you want to talk about this, bud? Yeah. You're okay. Yeah, or... maybe. Hmm. We'll see. It doesn't exist anymore. Chip faintly said, "Oh crap. Okay, okay. We'll be fine. Just got to stop these demons." Ridley said, "Where are they?" Chip asked. "We'll get to that, but I think you should know some more about the one. It's pretty heavy." Moving quicker than Ridley could blink, Chip grabbed the New York native by his collar, hoisting him in the air. Where? Chip yelled. 
Chip. Uh, buddy. What? Ridley was dropped to the floor, hit in his head. But he didn't have time to feel pain, as Chip quickly picked him up again by the throat and with one hand. Tell me! Abandoned church. 112th Street. Ridley said, gagging for air. New York accent and gagging for air. Thank you, voice acting skills. <laughs> I'm a professional. Yes, well done. I'm sure anyone from New York listening to this is very proud of you. <laughs> anyone from a, from New York who's also into a autoerotic asphyxiation is <laughs> like, that sounds familiar. He's got a spot on, mate. Well done. Is that how they sound in New York? <laughs> Yes. If you want to leave us a rating or review of how close my New York no. choking cell having a choke wank. <laughs> did you just say choke wank? I did. Oh my god. You can, there are numerous ways in which you can you choke can a choke wank. <laughs> I think this show has just hit new lows. <laughs> Well, it depends how high you've been held up by the choke, I guess. <laughs> oh, page one. All right, let's go. This is going to be the longest podcast ever now. Longer than a choke wank anyone's ever had. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, wh- what's happening? Does this right. go from that, that line there? Chip stared at Ridley for a few seconds with wild eyes, then launched him halfway across the apartment, crashing through a lampshade, bouncing off a wall, drink, drink, and crashing down on a table. This time, Ridley wasn't getting up. He's dead. (laughs) Just killed off one of the main characters. Damn you, the one! This is your fault! What? He's having a (laughs) chip. The one is. Is that, why, is that why he got such a deep voice? <laughs> the damage to his vocal cords from choking himself. That's why he's got his own special hell dimension. <laughs> Even Satan was like, no, put him somewhere else. <laughs> oh God, he's got a belt. <laughs> Don't get it away from him. <laughs> How easy is it to choke a beach ball? <laughs> <laughs> we do it too hard, all the air deflates. <sighs> oh no, you've broken us. <laughs> God, page one. <laughs> Just bringing it back slightly, because I'm dying. Um, uh, we were right about Chip taking this well. Yeah. The uh, mention of the one seems to have flipped his evil switch. Yeah, oh God, and he's yeah. off again. Oof. Fucking hell. <sighs> Being unconscious was fun. Oh, God, no, not again. <laughs> no. <we laughs> no, you don't actually get to that point, no. Oh, we can't go from choke wank <laughs> to being unconscious was fun. <laughs> Fucking hell. <sighs> Being unconscious was fun. Nothing to worry about as whatever was coming was coming and you couldn't do a thing about <laughs> 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 Oh, God, do we just stop now? <laughs> just stop the entire podcast. This is part one of part one. <laughs> <sighs> Being unconscious was fun. Nothing to worry about, as whatever was coming was coming, shut up, and you couldn't do a thing about it. Peaceful, with no pain. Except for Ridley could feel pain. In his kidney, in his left arm, and more importantly, in his head. Quickly realising he was lying in the dark of Chip's apartment, Ridley got to his feet and steadied himself. The memories of what had happened to him came flooding back. Looks like I'm going to need some help. Ridley said to himself, staggering out of the place. Ooh, who's he going to get? A cat? But he doesn't know how to... 
that'd be cool. We haven't really seen Ridley and Cat kind of interact too much, yeah. so them having a little team up would be good against Evil Chip. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that would do wonders for Cat and Chip's <laughs> relationship. He's not really. T- I don't think he's evil. I think he's so focused on stopping the one. Yeah, I think he's having like a panic attack or yeah, freaking out sort yeah. of thing. And when you're a supernatural crime fighting ninja that you was might once go a bit evil, over the top. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. It's a bit rough, even for Ridley. <laughs> I'm surprised Ridley didn't wake up and go, "Oh, did I have sex with Chip?" Or <laughs> covered in bruises. My neck's fine though. <laughs> no, no bruises. We on have that. to get away from that. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. This episode's going to be five days long. Okay, point, yeah. Apart from his twisted facial features, the demon almost looks like a raster with long flowing dreadlocks and brown coloured skin. It didn't matter to Cat. All she knew was that this thing had a knife in its hand and it was coming at her. It swung wildly, missing. Cat pivoted on left foot, (laughs) following that up with a spin kick from her right, sending the demon into the wall of the alley. Drink! Drink. God, you're going to be so drunk by the end of this episode as well. She didn't give it time to rest, hammering its face into the wall before snatching its knife and skewering its neck. Feeling the blade splice the demon's spinal cord, Cat removed the knife, allowing the demon to drop to the floor. Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah. But that splicing a demon's spinal didn't cord. Splice mean like tying together? Is he like splice? Pl- splice, yeah, like you splice rope. Oh, well, you splice DNA. Yeah, so she's putting extra spinal cords <laughs> into the demon. Which is going to make it harder. To, I, I'm just going to end that there. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Oh, I can't unsee Chokewank in everything we do now. <sighs> Welcome to my world. Feeding the blade spliced the demon's spinal cord. Cat removed the knife, allowing the demon to drop to the floor. For good measure, Cat stabbed the demon's skull. She liked to make sure. Double tap, I guess. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. Also, you know, again, Cat fighting demons. Why She's is she... got some shit going on, hasn't yeah, she? We it's... don't know what. I mean, there was demons coming after her, like she mm. was set upon in episode one, wasn't mm. she? So is this a continuation of that? Or Maybe. is this just some ruffian she's running to? Yeah. Mm. Bravo. Cat turned around. Who are you? She asked, stepping into another defensive position. I didn't come here to fight. Ridley reassured her. You don't remember me, but I helped you out of that place yesterday. You're a friend of Chip's? Cat lost her stance a little. Interesting. So he's yesterday she's already out fighting demons. Yeah, she doesn't mess about. Mm. Yeah, well, I was. Eh? Okay, I'm not explaining this very well. I'm still not sure I get it either. After we came back from that joint we torched last night, I told Chip about this demon. Whole big thing to do with the end of the world. Next thing I know, he's got me by the throat, demanding to know where it's being raised. I wake up on his floor, Chip's nowhere to be seen. So, he turned into a typical male? Why come to me? Hey, hashtag not all males. <laughs> this, this stereotype that we all just go crazy when there's a demon being raised. It's like, not all men are shitheads. God, come on. Look, sweetheart. Before Ridley could finish his sentence, Cat slapped him hard across the face. What the hell is this? Slap the short guy day? Ridley's not having a good time, is he? (laughs) Don't ever call me that! Cat sneered. You got issues, I get that. Who is this miserable (laughs) town I call home doesn't? But there's a thing called the big picture here. Now, Chip has been prone to flip his top now and then, and if things get really bad... Me and the world are going to need someone on our side. Someone who can take care of themselves. 
and by the looks of that dead demon over there, I found the right gal. You gonna help me or not? Why is it really easy to find Cat? Mm. Like, Chip just stumbled across her a couple of times, now Ridley's just found her in an alley killing a demon. Look like for the trial of dead demons, I guess. Cat <laughs> thought for a few moments before agreeing. You got a car? Ridley asked as they left the alley. Not yet. I, I was confused for a minute because I was like, oh, they're just going to go buy one? I think they're going to steal they're one. They're going to steal one. Because streetwise. Yeah, it's fun to steal cars, kids. 112th Street seemed deserted, as if everyone knew that a hell demon was being raised that day, and they had decided to take the long route home. What? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah, check the forecast. <laughs> but 112th Street is deserted, so people have taken the long route home. Oh, okay. So, so in... they don't go down 112th Street, because they, they yeah. check the forecast, and like, oh, demon being raised. <laughs> no, I mean, there's only a 60% chance, but, you know, don't want to take, take your risk. The church was halfway down the street on the right. Of course, it's the right. <laughs> Politics. <laughs> the two double front doors were boarded up with six foot wide two by fours. Chip stood by the steps of the old church, looking up at the dirty symbol of Christ on the cross that sat just underneath the broken clock at the front of the church. There's a lot going on with this church so far. <laughs> You're painting a picture in a very sort of gothic, dramatic sort of way. Yeah, the church hasn't been cleaned. How gothic. <laughs> He'd never been a religious man. And at that moment in time, no holy feelings circulated in his gut. He didn't know what the feeling was. Or maybe he did, and he just didn't want to admit it to himself. Oh, no, buddy, oh, come no. on. <laughs> Taking the steps three at a time. Yay, that's a recurring thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chip reached the front doors of the church. He wrapped his arms around the two pieces of wood and began to pull them off, each taking three or four good yanks before the nails became loose and Chip was able to remove them. Well done on hearing yanking wood and not making it a choke wank do a joke. I took a lot of self-control. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. <laughs> I've, I've made progress, all right? That therapy is really happening. <laughs> that we paused recording the episode four and you went off and had... <laughs> Hi, my name's MC. <laughs> I'm a choke-wank-jokeaholic. Even with the two-by-fours off, the front doors of the church were still locked. Not a problem. With one mighty kick, the doors folded in two, and Chip was in. Dust rose up from the collapsed doors, catching in Chip's coat as he stepped in. The rows of benches had all fallen down, and bats flew around overhead. No signs of any demons. Chip stood still and scanned the church. To his left was a small wooden door. Using his shoulder to enter, ripping the door from its hinges, Chip entered a small room, a huge flight of spiral stairs in front of him that went up high into the roof of the church. Taking the steps five at a oh time, my God. <laughs> but still at a steady pace. Because he's so fit and strong and stuff. Just like jump, jump, like yeah. Mario or something. Like a little rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> cute little rabbit. <laughs> so we've got a rabbit and a teddy bear. <laughs> Taking the steps five at a time, but still at a steady pace, Chip made his way up. The stairs were rickety and didn't seem like they could hold the weight of a feather, let alone a grown ninja. Because <laughs> grown ninjas notoriously weigh more than a normal human person. I just think you're baby ninjas now. <laughs> oh, I just think Amy's going to be a baby ninja. Oh, yeah. Baby ninja angel. A BNA. <laughs> It took a few moments, but soon enough there was a figure standing in front of Chip. It was looking down at the last remaining flight of stairs, no doubt looking for the intruder. Slowly, Chip let something slide into his hand from his coat sleeve. 
stepping out of the shadows, not making a sound. He wrapped the knife around the figure's throat, cutting deep so it wouldn't be able to scream. He hasn't just killed a priest, has he? <laughs> God, it wouldn't surprise me. But it all turned out the priest was drug dealing or something. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to see a bit of actual ninja ability, though, like a bit of stealth and kind of sneaking up on someone. I'm still not entirely sure how he managed to, like, on a stairway, sneak <laughs> up on someone who was looking directly at him. He's a ninja MC. Oh, OK, sure. This is literally the first time they've ever been sneaky, ever. <laughs> he was used his ninja stair-climbing ability. Also, this is when Chip is going on a rampage as well. Yeah, maybe it's kind of a more cold, calculated yeah, kind true, of, true, true. you know, just murder and get it over with mm. sort of thing. Chip caught its dead body and laid it quietly onto the floor of the stairs, sliding it forwards so it was in the only visible light coming from a window. Why would he put it in the light? Or do I mean out of the light and just wrote that wrong? No, maybe you want to see what it is. Uh, Chip wants to see what it is. Okay. It was a demon. And definitely not a priest. <laughs> a suspiciously priest-looking demon. Its face had huge two bumps above its small eyes and three more smaller bumps down the side of its face, meeting at its square chin. Good old descriptions. <laughs> it's definitely a priest. Its nose looked like it had been broken dozens of times, all bent out of shape. It wore rags with squares of metal attached, its armour. Chip searched the body, finding nothing except for a mallet with metal spikes on it tucked into the demon's waistband. The demon's blood spilled out onto the floor and had smothered Chip's hands. He looked at it briefly, before wiping his hands clean on the demon's clothing. Taking the weapon, Chip continued up the stairs. One, the top level of the stairs, was a spacious area. The bell of the church hung loosely in the middle and the broken down clock faced eastwards. The ceiling was very high, at least 20 feet, and the place was lit by a single overhanging light. Across the floor area, dozens of demons walked, stepping over a massive pentagram. I, the middle of the floor. (laughs) I am the middle of the floor. I am the pentagram. (laughs) As Chip watched from the... As Chip watched from the stop of the stairs... There's so many typos in this paragraph. I don't know. As Chip watched from the stop of the stairs, being careful to stay in the shadows, he instantly recognised the ritual. The ritual that would bring forth the one. In the middle of Pentagram, on a stand, was the Book of Improbus. I vaguely remember that, possibly. Yes, wasn't it a thing uh, that it was like a... Wasn't there an episode where Chip and Scoot had to go on a mission and it was to get oh, the Book of Improvers? Oh, um, Venezuelan nuns or whatever it was. Something like that, yeah. probably, yeah. <laughs> Chip fixed his gaze on it. The demons didn't seem to be busy. They stood stationary, chatting away in a language Chip didn't recognise. Just gossiping at work, you know, standing around a water cooler. <laughs> you know it's not the actual ritual because there's no Latin. <laughs> he wouldn't if these demons truly knew the powers they were dealing with. The room was suddenly cast in darkness as the mallet Chip had picked up from the dead demon on the stairs was launched through the air, smashing into the overhead light. There was murmurs throughout the pack of demons. Chip struck. This is very Batman, actually. It's, it is like you just finally discovered what a ninja is, <laughs> other than someone cool dude with swords. Oh, it doesn't take a year to be a ninja. <laughs> Shit, what am I going to do? <laughs> Keeping to the darkest parts of the shadows, Chip snapped one of the demons' neck, throwing its limp body into two more demons standing by the bell, which made a clanging sound as the demons hit it and fell to the stairs below. There seemed to be panic amongst the camp. Shouts went out. 
Chip watched from the shadows, picking off demons as they came past him, making his way closer and closer to where the Book of Improbus sat. As he slit the throat of another demon using a blade he had found, Chip had to turn his head away as he suddenly became swamped in light. The demons had a huge emergency floodlight at one end of the church. Throwing the body to the floor, Chip covered his eyes with his hand and continued forward. He brushed aside the demons that came towards him. Chip could see the book. It was only a few feet in front of him now. But his progress was halted when three of the demons jumped in from behind, pinning him to the floor. He's got real tunnel vision, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And you can you can understand that, no, I think. No, absolutely. You know, it's... One of the most traumatic events in his life, and he for him, not for anyone else. No, 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 no. I mean, after the one killed lots of people, yeah, he feels kind of responsible for it, I guess, (laughs) maybe. So he's kind of keen to stop that. Although, Hmm. if they did manage to raise a one, these demons seem fairly squishy. He should just be able to kill them, and then that would do it. Because if they're if you have to kill the razor or whatever the terminology was, he just kills these squishy demons, and that's true. It's fine. What's he so worried about? Has it worked with multiple razors instead of one razor? Oh god, I don't know. I'm sure there's some bullshit. More complicated. (laughs) Under the weight, Chip managed to get his hand under his stomach. With one mighty burst of strength, Chip pushed himself into the air, knocking all the demons back. Quickly dispatching the remaining demons, Chip made his way over to where the stand was. The book was gone. Oh no. Oh shit. Chip. Ridley called out. Seeing the broken window to his right and the scaffolding outside, Chip realised how some of the demons must have escaped with the book. He picked up the stand and threw it, spelled incorrectly again, in out of one of the windows that wasn't broken, <laughs> smashing the stained glass. I like how he could have gone out through the broken cl- window, but it's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> smash up this church a bit more first. He's very much in a smashing in, out, one of the windows kind of mood. <laughs> I think you need to calm down, Kat said. She and Ridley stood by the doorway that led to the stairs. Chip just stared out of the broken windows. Calm down, he almost whispered. You have no idea, stupid bitch. My good. Making friends. Making friends. Chip, chip, chip. (laughs) Why did you write this? (laughs) What was that? Cat stepped forward, but Ridley stopped her, placing his hand on her arm. Chip, this is me, buddy. Ridley. The guy who's been helping you out since you got here. Remember me? Chip turned and started to walk towards Ridley and Cat. Oh, this isn't going to go well, is it? (laughs) It's not going to go well. (laughs) We have to stop it. He said... What were those demons? Um, they're called grubs. Usually into the fighting and mayhem. They bleed a lot. Chip wiped the red substance from his hands. The claret. <laughs> say red substance, that's a new one, isn't it? Like, sure is. Red yeah, substance, sure. just say blood! For fuck's sake! Put your thesaurus away that doesn't have any of these phrases in it. I don't think you're yourself. Ridley started to back away. Chip laughed, quickly stopping. Oh no, <laughs> that's always a sign of a healthy metal person. <laughs> they just need the blood of the carer. Don't you get that? He yelled. Well, hang on, the carer? There was something about, yeah, because they needed, in the previous one, Chip had to get blood from the gang in order to do the oh, raising. Oh yeah, the ones who care for the razor or something. Yeah, Fuck some me, that bullshit. was bollocks, wasn't it? Yeah, it really, really was. was. Need to... <laughs> so the demons are going to go beat up their mum. Oh, you're back for a visit. How lovely. I haven't seen you in forever. Stab. How's work? <laughs> Who cares about the grubs? 
We'll stop it, Cat said softly. You know, together. I don't think you want to be around me right now. Chip stood right in front of Cat now. You might get hurt. He went to push past her, but Cat grabbed him by the waist and pulled him back. Chip broke free of her grip and again went to walk down the stairs. She grabbed his arm, spinning him around, letting go with a punch. Chip caught it in the palm of his left arm. The palm of his left arm. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my it's God. weird tomorrow anatomy again. It's like uh, Evangelina again. Oh, no. Let's not bring that up. multiple knees. Let's not mention that or I'll make you do her voice okay, again. Okay, okay. Fair point. The palm of his left arm. Chip caught it in the palm of his left arm, snatching at her jacket with his right, spinning her around and throwing her high into the air. Oh, good. Chip's beating up his friends again. <laughs> Cat came crashing down on table. See, Chip said. It was your fault. <laughs> Look what the one did again. <laughs> See, Chip said. He exchanged a look with a stationary Ridley before exiting the church. Ridley dashed over to Cat, helping her up. She was hurt, but Ridley knew she'd be fine. She was tough. Who was that? She asked. That was Chip. Ridley replied, watching the door slam shut. Hmm, do you think he does actually know Chip's past, or...? Maybe. He knows about the whole dark stuff. He said about, like, Chip having blood on his hands and stuff like that, so Mm -hmm. surely she'd know the connection to the one. I think, yeah, maybe Ridley knows the overview of it, like he knew... I I don't know, it does feel like Ridley should know Mm. that Chip raised the one. So Mm. whether this is some sort of ploy or something to get him to talk about it... Mm. Like, I do wonder if he's kind of... I think he dropped out of, like, <laughs> counselling school, to be honest. But yeah, I think really definitely knows. He said before, you know, that you've had a taste of the darkness yeah, or the evil, yeah, that yeah, yeah. the potential to go back there is very easy. Yeah. And it, like, if anything's going to send Chip over the deep end, into the deep end, off the deep end, one of those. <laughs> into, off. <laughs> Hello, I wrote this. Can you tell? Um, that it's definitely going to be the one. Yeah. Ooh. Tokyo, two years ago. <gasps> so it's two years ago. <laughs> oh, Tokyo, two years ago. <laughs> Where is it? Chip yelled. The small demon cowering in front of him let out a small groan. Chip punched him again, low, bringing his fists up underneath the demon's ribcage. It folded over. Chip helped him up. Where is it? Again, the demon stay silent. Chip headbutted him. The demon fell to the ground. Let me try something! (laughs) He can't know anything, Chip replied. Just let give it a go! (laughs) It's so much louder than Scoot normally is. I'm just excited. Chip's brother Scott replied. (gasps) Yes! One of our favourite voices. Oh my god, I think I put this flashback in just so I could do that voice again. I knew we were going to do this podcast one day. (laughs) How are you, Scoot? Chip stepped to one side as Scott... uh, One T. One T, that's new. Ah, You said it on a Scottish accent the whole time. (laughs) No, I tried that, it didn't go well. (laughs) Chip stepped to one side as Scott gently picked the demon up. Vamping out, Scott pushed a demon against the wall. Now, are you going to tell us where this map is, or am I going to have to rip your throat out with my fangs? (laughs) Vampires don't eat demons. (laughs) I wouldn't eat you. It'll just be a slow, painful death. 
Oh, get out, Scoot. <laughs> Ooh, my favourite kind, Chip said in the background. Of course, we flash back to Evil Chip. Yeah, oh my the God. switch. <laughs> okay, okay. The demon relented. I don't know exactly where your map is, but it is in Japan. I do know someone who might know the location. This is somehow the hardest voice I've done. Killing my throat. You do this to yourself. Mm. And this is going to be a recurring character now. <laughs> There's an antique shop in town. Talk to the owner, a guy called Dom. Ah! He'll tell you how to find your map. Of course. So we kind of got intro to Dom when Chip kind of beat him up mm. in the antique shop. And this is how we find him. Yeah, so this is like a prequel to that particular episode. Wow. Oh, it's like all the greatest hits. It's so nice to see all these characters again. Thanks! Scott said, putting the demon down. Kill him. Chip instructed. I forgot about evil Chip. (laughs) Doing as he was told, Scott tore the small demon's head off its neck, throwing the head down to the alley floor. What's all this about, bro? Scott asked as he followed Chip. Oh, I miss Scoot so much. I wish we brought him back. I wish there was some supernatural bullshit that enabled Scoot to come back. I think we said that we want uh, Scoot to be the new Shinokan. (laughs) But he's an evil vampire. How... It'd be hilarious. It would be hilarious. I'm going to go and write that in. (laughs) All in kind time. What? I mean... (laughs) This this has to be thesaurus. You're like, all in good time. How can I... Good time. That's cliched. (laughs) Thesaurus.com. Kind. (laughs) All in kind time. You know me. Never like to reveal my plans too early. Especially the really evil ones. He smirked. (laughs) Oh God, could it be any more obvious? (laughs) Well, all I'm saying is it seems like a bit of a waste of time that we could be killing your friends. They're not my friends. Chip said angrily. No, I don't fancy her. Shut (laughs) up. (laughs) Whatever, bro. But I think we both know. Chip grabbed his dead brother by the neck. If he, oh no, grabbed him by the neck. (laughs) If he had been alive, he would have been choking at that exact moment. (laughs) Vampires can't choke wank. (gasps) That's why they're so evil. (laughs) That's why they bite people's necks. It's a revenge. (laughs) Revenge. (laughs) This is what Tomorrow Guys is actually about. Oh dear. Chip. You know I don't breathe. You can't hurt me. We're flesh and blood. I can and will hurt you. Chip stared into Scott's eyes. He relented his grip for a second before grabbing his neck again and throwing Scott into the way of the alley. Drink? (laughs) (laughs) If you throw someone into the way of the alley? (laughs) You're like, well, there's an alleyway, so (laughs) the way must be a part of the alley. See? Chip walked out of the alley and onto the busy streets of Tokyo. Scott growled slightly before smiling and picking himself up. Is he into it? I don't know. It's It's the closest thing I can get to a choke wank. (laughs) Okay, I think we're back in the present day. It hasn't said present day, but my God, I hope we get to see more Scoot. It's no longer two years ago. (laughs) Maybe, do you remember the little uh, tribute we did to Scoot? That was that was one of my favourite parts yeah. of this entire show. Yeah. I might go back and listen to that again. <laughs> Are you okay? Ridley asked, helping Kat to her feet. She seemed embarrassed more than anything. I'm fine. Kat replied, shrugging Ridley off. What do we do now? I don't know for sure. 
We need Chip to stop this. We don't need him for Jack. I for the minute though, I thought he meant like evil ninja Jack. Oh, we really are going back in time. <laughs> if you really knew what we were up against, you wouldn't be saying that. Ridley said bluntly, making sure Cat got the message. All right, okay. Where would Chip be going now? God only knows. Well, think, goddammit! Cat headed for the door of the church, holding her back slightly. What? Oh, because she got... No, no, because she got like, oh, thrown like, holding her Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Sorry, past Chip. That was amazingly rare. <laughs> well, think, goddammit! Cat headed for the door of the church, holding her back slightly. He'd want to know who these demons were and where they would be going so he could stab them. Only, I'm his source of that kind of info. Ridley thought. He didn't seem overly keen to stop these demons from doing whatever the hell it is they were doing. The demon bar, Ridley suddenly said. There's a chance he could be heading there. Cat didn't need to hear any more. She was already making her way down the stairs. Ridley caught her up. Chip had had a good start and they would need to hurry. Ooh, so do we think Chip's going to go to the demon bar? Like, he's mm. looking for information, I guess, on the grub, it so would it makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. The wooden chair exploded as it crashed into a framed picture of Muhammad Ali hanging on the wall of the bar. It signed Muhammad Ali to go to the <laughs> demon bar in New York all the time. Also, drink. Oh, yeah, sure. Jesus Christ, you're going to be wasted by the end of this episode. <laughs> all the demons occupying the bar at the time looked up from behind their drinks and card games, seeing Chip. Party's over. He said, some of the demons got up and used the back entrance to exit the bar. Three of the bigger demons remained. I don't want any trouble. The bar men, hey, hey they're back. <laughs> who not so long ago had offered Chip a job, said. Quick as a flash, Chip threw the table nearest to him, knocking two of the demons down. The one remaining saw Chip walking forwards and decided to leave out the back way too. It's kind of badass in a way, like Chip mm. kind of going full just ninja, you know? Yeah. Well, he went full ninja with the stealth. Now he's... Full, like, fighting ninja. Yes. Yes. <laughs> One of the floor demons pushed himself up and ran for the front door as Chip approached. The last demon, a yellow-skinned thing with a bald head and blisters covering its face, shook off the table and tried to crawl away. Chip hit it with another chair and sat back down across his back. He's going full wrestling now, just like <laughs> slamming him down across the back, stamped his foot as he did it. Pins it. <laughs> Three count. you got to tell me now. Also, I'm world heavyweight champion. <laughs> oh, I want to be world heavyweight champion. <laughs> I'm looking for the book of Improbus and the demons that have it. I want to know where they are. He said to the demon. It tried to break free. But Chip held it by its neck and repeatedly smashed its face into the floor. Stop! The cry came from behind. Chip turned to see the bar man pointing a shotgun at him. I guess all the bar men have run out because they're scared of Chip. There's just one left. (laughs) Get out! Slowly, Chip stood up, dragging the demon with him. He threw the demon towards the bar men. Okay, they've come Uh, back now. (laughs) They're feeling brave. (laughs) They thought Chip was leaving, so they put their head back in. A shot went out and yellow blood spilled over the bar's floor, walls and ceilings. Before he could get another shot off, the bar men was pinned up against the rack of glasses behind him. Chip took the shotgun and hit the bar men with the butt, knocking him to the floor. I get making the occasional typo yeah. and uh, fucking up a lot of words at times. But you got it right once and now you're getting it wrong a bunch of times. Yeah, how have I not worked out bar men is incorrect? <laughs> What's your name? 
Chip asked. Mark, the barman said, spitting out blood, trying to keep from passing out. Well, Mark, I have this theory. Call me crazy, but I don't think the life of one of your customers is worth risking your own for. So I'm thinking you know something. Even if I did, you think I'd tell a murderer where he could find a book that has the power to destroy the world? The bartender at a demon bar is so very moral. <laughs> also very well learned, barmen as well, yeah. you know? Chip hit the barmen again. <laughs> oh, you will. Again, Chip hit the barmen with the shotgun. <laughs> and soon enough, you'll wish I would use the other end of this gun. Again, and again, and several more times before Mock cried out. Stop! I'm listening. Chip propped Mock up against the bar. Churches! They like to hold up in old churches! Thank you, Chip said with much sincerity. <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate it, mate. Saved me so much time. Uh, but never pretend you're too good to give information to me again. This time, the blow knocked Mark out completely. And that's where we're going to end part one of one in two. <laughs> Ooh, what do we think of this episode, MC? Well, it's interesting because I think to other people it kind of looks like Chip has gone evil. Mm-hmm. But I think he's just so laser focused on stopping the one from occurring again. He yeah. just doesn't have any care about the consequences I I would concur with mm. that I think you are correct um, but it's kind of the first time in this spin-off that Chip has kind of led into that kind of darkness that he has it's and similar just allowed to it. Tamara Gayson with MC doing the whole ends justify the means to um, protect yeah. his daughter and all that there's a good parallel there I yeah. think um, whereas Chip has been kind of working on it I guess since he got here Yeah. and this is the first time yeah, that he's kind of let that it's, it's the first thing that's kind of tipped him over the edge yeah, and yeah. sent him on that path. And yeah. I really do think Ridley might have something to do with this. Mm. I think there might be a little thing going on there. Mm. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. And this is my favourite episode of the uh, spin-off so far, though. Because of... <laughs> no, no. Not because of the choke wank. No. <laughs> but you love a choke wank. I mean, that has added to it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but it feels like, you know, a lot of... Uh, the series so far has been kind of setting up the world and Chip yeah. and the relationship yeah, with these yeah, new yeah, characters yeah. and everything feels a bit more established now and it's kind of allowed Chip to go and do this and we have Ridley and Kat trying to stop him because they know him now mm. and uh, yeah it just feels a bit more established mm. Mm. and it's going to be interesting to see if we are correct and if Chip is indeed just so focused on stopping this or if he has gone off the deep end at all yeah but I mean I don't think there's any reason any motivation anyway for him to go evil again yeah he still is, I mean obviously he's always going to be struggling with his mental health because he's yeah. terrible at self care yeah um, everything, <laughs> everything yeah. except slitting throats in the dark apparently <laughs> or alienating his friends he's really good at that and beating up barmen <laughs> <laughs> well if you have any theories as to whether or not Chip is going to switch the evil switch the mm. evil did you know there's numerous ways in which you can get in touch you can find us at Facebook where we're at facebook.com slash how I ripped off podcast and we're also on Twitter at How I Ripped Off. And you can find our entire back catalogue on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and YouTube. And if you want to teach Chip the difference between barman and barman, you <laughs> thought I was going to make a choke wang joke, and I did. <laughs> leave us a rating and review. And come and leave us a, a five star rating based on the last choke wang. <laughs> <laughs> so don't don't have a choke wang though. It's dangerous. Stay safe, kids. <laughs> We're a condom while you do it. <laughs>